The VOD Squad is brought to you with support from our amazing patrons. Join us live every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Central on Twitch. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the VOD Squad, the show where we talk about streaming technology. This is episode 251, September 8th, 2021. I am Clyde, and today I am joined by Michael Aston. Howdy, y'all. Matthew Ross. Hello, everybody. What's going on? You, you know, here, here's the truth. What's really going on is it's a Wednesday night. Um, crazy things have been happening the last couple of weeks. Uh, just getting ready for school in the first week of school. My life has been... Uh, a constant getting up, going to work, getting stuff done as fast as I can, coming home and collapsing for a little bit for the past for a fortnight, quite frankly, except for we had a weekend where we had three day weekend and I refused to do too much work, okay. mostly none. In fact, I actually was able to relax and it was wonderful. Very good. That's good. I uh, feeling good today. That sounded like my month, two months prior to last Wednesday. Uh, and I have hardly thought about work since then. Okay. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> oh, good for you. I didn't say none at all. Okay. I, 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 I didn't do much. Good for you. Yeah. Took I, most of the time off. I was excited, not only for the three-day weekend because I'd been exhausted, but also because the weather was actually going to be nice. I was, I had, I didn't feel like crap for the first time in a couple months because the humidity was gone. I had stuff to do. I was motivated. I started getting stuff done in my backyard and I immediately got attacked by a swarm of hornets. Oh no. <laughs> or wasps, or whatever the hell those little, uh, uh, and I lost my entire Saturday, because I was covered in stings. Oh, I'm so sorry. Welcome to my life. <laughs> I can never get anything done. Yeah, that sounds, um, this is why it being freezing cold is a good thing. <laughs> yeah, but I can't get anything done. Yeah, at least you don't get stung and can't get anything yeah. done. I will say it's the first time uh, since I was very little that I have been stung. And I had no clue they were there. Because normally the, you know, normally those wasp nests are like on the side of a building or something where it's visible. Right. No, they were under a pile of leaves that was mm. next to my oh. shed. There was no indication. I had never seen any wasps anywhere around there, no indication. And I was raking and all of a sudden things were bouncing off my face and <laughs> pain all over my body. Oh man. As I'm I was sorry, immediately man. engulfed in a, my neighbors thought I was crazy because I'm running through my yard screaming and swearing while <laughs> flailing. <laughs> I could see my one neighbor across the street looking at me from his garage going what are you doing <laughs> all right uh i had a uh a uh, 90s uh gmc sonoma 
mm-hmm. and um, nice little pickup. I got it uh, and uh, used it a lot. Loved mm-hmm. it. Left it out in the sun, uh, you know, because you know I used to live in Central Washington, and it was it gets hot over there. Yeah. Um, they the the wasps started to dig uh, to build uh, their nests in the section of the door between the door and the 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 body of the car and start a little bit getting into the door itself i sold that truck (laughs) (laughs) we sprayed it we got rid of it but um yeah i'm not saying that i didn't get rid of it because i didn't like wasps today's technology they have this amazing product which is a, a foam you can spray from 27 feet away which is nice. I keep that stuff because I do find nests. Yep. The problem is the foam is very ineffective when you can't spray the hive because it's under a pile of leaves. Yes. And the only way to get to it is to pull the leaves off the top. That sounds horrible. Thus incurring more wasp. Yeah. Uh, do you have a burn ban? Because you know, I just make a fire. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. It's right up against my garage. I'm not setting my garage oh, on fine. fire. Yeah, <laughs> just saying. No, no. Trust me, I thought of that. Um, uh, just saying. Although I okay, the one other thing I would love to just briefly mention is that I did see uh, a news story. My wife said, "Oh, this is disgusting and gross," and she showed me the uh, somebody found a one of those killer hornet nests around the state. Uh, and it was while well, all the larvae were in it and were still, and it, it was just disgusting. But then I, I saw, oh yeah, they destroyed the nest. I'm like, <laughs> oh, of course. Along with uh, them horrible Canadian geese, uh, wasps are another thing that deserve to be extinct. You don't like Canadian geese? <sighs> we'll we'll okay. get into that later. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I understand they poop everywhere. I'll put that on. I'll, I'll put that on the post show. Uh. <laughs> on the list for the post show. <laughs> oh goodness. Uh, well, I guess we should talk about the actual show. No news. Do you want? Yeah, why not? Do you want? Okay, fine. Hey, uh, so Stadia is the streaming service where you can play a bunch of games available to stream to you from Google's cloud service. There's a lot of different uh, uh, streaming services out there. Google Stadia was basically the first and is, I would call, the most um, uh, the most active or not active, but how would I call it? The, the premiere, I guess. The one that got it out first and has kind of been kind of been the most successful. I guess you could say that the, I don't know how well the uh, Microsoft uh, cloud streaming has been doing in comparison, but Stadia has been there for a bit. So being first, they get a little bit of well, good I stuff mean, out of the game. The Stadia spent the first year and a half of its life being ridiculed. Yes, it did. Because this is dumb. Why would anybody want to do this? It's not good. But and being apparently first, nobody's using it. But first mover's advantage is a huge thing. Exactly. And so, yeah, Stadia runs through your browser, sometimes with dedicated apps. But So generally, that means you can play through a, a web browser. And um, mm-hmm. they put web browsers on all kinds of things. You know what I mean? I mean, you can play it on your phone. Did you know well, you can play also Stadia made, on your made, phone? Yeah, they made native apps for pretty yeah. much any kind of device at this point. So you can play it on, on since, you know, being able to play it on your phone. That means it's an Android app, you know, get that to play on there. It's great. You know what else can play Android apps? What? Uh, smartwatches. Sometimes you can hack a smartwatch and make it play a full Android. Okay, app. I can you know see that? that. So uh, this guy, he's uh, 
decided he's going to go ahead and play uh, Assassin's Creed Unity, which is a Stadia game, on his smartwatch. You can see okay. that this is a video here shown here of a guy who's got his uh, hacked uh, Cospect Optimus 2. And it's, it's a watch with four gigs of RAM, so maybe that might be a little help in this stage. <laughs> but he's got it hooked up, and he's able to play on his smartwatch using a Bluetooth controller the full game on his smartwatch. This is awesome. I think this is great. You know, I heard Stadia had touch controls, but then oh, this is what I want in the future. I want to be able to go. So yeah. you're telling me I could play this on yeah. my refrigerator? Uh, yes, you can actually, because most of the, lots of those refrigerators have web browsers built into them. Well, and what about a work. treadmill? Uh, you know, the Peltions uh, of treadmills, the somebody's the got that working too. The Peloton, <laughs> the Peltion, you know, whatever. And also, you know, if you got a Tesla, not a problem. You can play right in your Tesla. You know, while what? you drive, that's what <laughs> autopilot's for, right? Oh, no, I thought you were supposed to pilot the car through the game. Through, through, no, uh, no, 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 no. You're, so, you're not supposed to control the car because that way it'll crash into stationary first responder vehicles oh man did it do that oh yeah my oh. my favorite was cash registers <laughs> you've been making crash registers play doom forever so i don't know about that but oh yeah yeah that's cool um i mean no. what better way to spend your day at work between customers or even while a customer's being slow on picking the type of gum they want to add to the order then to play video games on your cash register yeah. well actually it doesn't sound like that bad idea because you know there's plenty of things you go, i don't know uh how about well, uh dur during the pandemic when nobody's allowed to come into your store or your restaurant anyway yeah you may as well maybe i don't know and how about this i don't know anything about this model it's a rival microwave that apparently it has they have got some kind of display built into it so that's right you can play a stadia game and i love it they have a battle at bikini bottom on it from uh spongebob squarepants being played on a microwave so uh yeah somebody put their screen in or they put a device inside the microwave but still um <laughs> that 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 was that was one that made me giggle uh also we're noting somebody got it running on a color e-reader yes on wow e -ink. i like that that's cool yeah you know there that, that e-ink stuff is getting better all the time it's the the color is actually getting decent and the actually, refresh rates are getting better so yeah uh, Mike might remember, but the last CES we were at, um, one of the companies had e-ink, color e-ink phones, which I actually really liked. Yeah, you could take yeah. pictures. It was cool nice. taking pictures of people and seeing them in the e-ink. Um, I don't, I think it was, it might've been ZTE or mm. TC or might've been TCL actually. Mm, cool. What, yeah, what I, was the booth where we saw they had the auto rotating TV that had its own uh had the photo gallery that was doing dbn that was either tcl samsung? or samsung i can't remember. I think it was tcl the it wasn't oh. samsung um yeah it was tcl then yeah they they had a uh, e-ink phones that were really cool high sense high oh high sense yes it was high sense it was high sense just did a quick look and yes it was high sense but yeah absolutely i think that's a great idea quite frankly i mean especially if you don't need video pay playback and so video playback is actually okay on it. it's not great but yeah. yeah it's not meant for video but 
A lot yeah. of things that aren't meant to do things do things really well. Yeah. Like low cast. It's not meant. It's not meant to do things. <sighs> Sorry. You know, the, so we finished off last week. Yes, we did. Saying low cast. Hopefully they find a way to do something because, and I hope they don't shut down. <laughs> so where do we stand now? They shut down. <laughs> Locast, a day after we talked about it, decided to go ahead and pull the plug on their service, uh, basically saying, based on the current ruling, they don't see they've they've decided to shut their uh, their service down. They uh, they're they're suspending all operations effective Im immediately. They said that they are they are still disagree with the with the. Uh, um, court's rulings but in the strict letter of the law they are going to go ahead and shut down um i don't know what this means in the long term this could uh, be one of many I, things but two things come to mind one we looked at it we looked at our lawyers the lawyers said you're screwed shut it <laughs> down now and they did it's a possibility or they're I mean, is it possible they're trying to drum up some kind of support because we were using that and that was useful and I can't believe we can't do this now and they get to hear the outcry? Maybe. Yeah. So I, I, I the general public opinion, all that importantly, and it doesn't evaluate that too much on their assessments of legality. Yeah. I, I I I don't know. All I gotta say is, uh, public opinion can make a big deal because, um, you know, we're supposed to be um, ruled by our by our public essentially. So, yeah, I, if there's enough outcry, there could be a, there could be enough public pressure for something to happen here. There really could. But I I don't know. They, there was a couple stories that I read, and each one of them had the important words for now. They've shut yeah. down for now. There is a possibility um, they will clearly need to win some sort of appeal. Um, and, and again, I mean, this, they all, the judge is, was a New York judge right. doesn't speak for all areas, which is why I had suggested maybe they'll ju should just shut down streaming in New York and pursue the legal battle elsewhere. But who knows? Um, that's true there's still hope but that sucks for uh, the people that were uh, loving it uh, they're back to having no TV yeah I was really considering you know like, like this could be a way for me to really cut additional things I don't need if with a good low cast I could drop yeah, uh, YouTube TV, and so mm -hmm. it just was a thought. No, so. It was. It's it's too bad Jimmy's not here because Jimmy was actually subscribing to it, I believe. Right. Well, maybe they, that's why he's not here. He was. Cut yeah, too. he's. Uh, we didn't cut. Hasn't him. gotten over the podcast. Cut him. Just say. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, the main, you know, the main reason I subscribe to a TV service to Hulu is because of the inability for me to reasonably get over the air TV um, to, to watch the shows that my wife likes to watch. Um, we can, the, the where we're at, we can basically get 
like half of the channels, or we can physically move the antenna to get the other half of the channels. And so it's, it's a big pain. It's not worth the effort. I know there are other alternatives that we could get like multi-antenna solutions, but you know, ultimately it's just easier. And, you know, with Hulu, we do get the, uh, the DVR functionality and stuff, but I just, I like the idea of something like this. It is, it does provide a great service for a lot of people, but you know, all of these other services that are unhappy about it, they've got their own digital services to, to cover this solution. So you don't need to pay them five bucks, pay us five bucks and you can get our stuff. Granted, you just got to do that like six times. Yeah. Although they were going to fix that briefly from last week's kind of discussion, they were going to not ask, uh, start asking at all. And then the day later, they just said, mm, never mind, we're just going to pull the plug, which is yeah interesting that it, I, I feel like there's another move here but i don't know yeah. i hope there is personally well you know you were talking about hulu and the fact that they have what you need and they have a dvr well hulu as uh, you know that's basically the companies that uh were uh, <laughs> suing <laughs> low cast interestingly enough and they're raising their prices now that's not, probably nothing to related there i'm pretty certain there's nothing related there. It, it, I have, this is their victory dance yeah. Yes, we're going to charge you more, $1 more, $1. And we're not going to ask do? for it. We're what not going to beg do? for it. You're going to pay. You're going to pay it. What are you going to do? Go watch Lowcast? Oh, yes. wait, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> this is called extortion. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, for a minute, I was like, how the crap are they raising my prices? I already pay obscene amounts of money for the service. Um, but it's not, it's not the Hulu TV. Uh, you know, I, I think that the Hulu, along with the Netflix, are still very good deals. You get a lot of content from either of them uh, at, a, at a pretty reasonable price. Even, even at this raised $1, 7 and 13 bucks isn't too bad. I'm on board with that. I do think the Hulu's TV solution like I have is absurdly expensive. But, you know, what are you going to do? Not watch football? That's not acceptable. Wait, people well, actually watch play. football? Yeah. yeah. I thought Boise it was just State. a fantasy thing that. No, Boise oh. State started again last week. So I got to gotta be watching the sports ball again. Okay. For yeah. So. I, at first I got a little bit angry, mainly because I couldn't remember how much I'm currently spending on Hulu. <laughs> Um, we're still in that threshold of I'm more okay with it than the almost $20 Netflix that caused right. me to step down my subscription. Um, cause Hulu is my number one. Every time I turn on the TV, the first thing I do is I open Hulu for the last couple months, there's been nothing there to watch. So then I quickly exit Hulu and then find something else but uh so hulu is your first choice hulu is my number one um and you know 13 bucks for the tier that i'm on i'm okay it's been it's been a while since it's gone up it's also worth noting that one of their tiers went down by a dollar like a year or so ago because of the disney deal 
Oh. They I they lowered it from like six dollars down to five dollars, but now it's basically going back to the six dollars. Um uh and if you have a Disney bundle plan, I don't think your price is currently changing. Okay. Well, that's fine. What what if you are, you know, in Europe and you really wish you could watch HBO Max? What um, do you think about that? You gotta get on a magical tunnel that takes you to a different part of the world temporarily. There's no such thing, sir. No, you can't do that. You have to wait until October if you're in one of these six uh, countries. Uh, these six countries are getting HBO Max on October 26th, and that's uh, Sweden, Denmark, Norway, Finland, Spain, and Andorra. Andorra. Wait. Is it Andorra? Andorra. Andorra. Okay. What the Anyways. hell is Andorra? I, I, I actually don't that know where like Andorra is. Well, we're going to look that up. <laughs> <laughs> but also they're uh they're going to be coming up with 14 more european countries in uh the uh in 2022 so there's they are working on extending out to multiple different uh countries out there so um yeah i don't know where endor is i have to look this is up. it Sorry, named, I uh, was it wrong matt it's endor oh I was say, no oh. It, was it founded by fans of bewitched because uh her mom's name was endora I have no idea. Andorra. Andorra is in I'm Spain. sticking with my Andorra. Oh. It's actually, um, it's between Spain and France. It's kind of like Luxembourg, a little okay. ah. It's a muni- It's a munis is a town and municipality of Teruel province in the autonomous community of Aragon, Spain. Wow. It should not be confused with the Principality of Andorra or its capital, Andorra <laughs> La Vela. So maybe I'm not even looking at the right Andorra. No, I don't know. Yeah, I think I, I don't know. Yeah, this is um, it, it is basically like Luxembourg. It's just tiny okay. little speck of a country. Well, welcome, Andorra. You're getting HBO Max. Congratulations. I'm sure you weren't somehow getting it some other way. I don't know. But no, that's good for them, guys, those guys. And yeah, we're going to get the HBO Max is going to continue marching across the, uh, the globe and providing more uh, services around the air, around for everybody. So that's good. Uh, if you if you were hoping that you could get your HBO Max in Andorra, congratulations. All right. If you are, you can't get it in indoor. Well, well, you know, it's 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 covered in little furry little furry creatures. You, it's, it's, it's yeah, nice. makes it makes it hard to get good reception there. Yeah. Although they did have that giant dish, but somebody blew oh, it up. No, you 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 can't. You will never get it in indoor because HBO Max carries DC properties. <laughs> mm. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so if you're looking for a new car, may I, I might have the deal for you. That's right. Chrysler is making new models that their 2022 lineup. And these cars are going to have all the newest technology, heated seats, automatically opening doors and Amazon uh, Fire TV built into it. Yes, that's right. You can get I, it's got Amazon Fire TV. They just it. found a way to guarantee I don't buy a Chrysler. <laughs> Other than a, the fact that it's a Chrysler, yeah, I, 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 
sorry if i have some bias against anything it's the one my dad said don't buy that one i used to work on those don't buy those. I, I i am <laughs> really? a fan of okay. dodge performance vehicles i i've always liked dodge trucks um but yeah chrysler it's i so i personally obviously well not necessarily obvious to anybody but i would never buy a chrysler um it's only obvious that I think only like three or four. <laughs> um, but I do think this is pretty cool because they have two 10 inch displays in the car, which is pretty typical of, of van and mini and like SUV, larger SUV style vehicles. We'll have a display to, for the back seat and a display up front. Um, and to be able to utilize all of the functionality that you have at home, if you are a Fire TV user, and just you hotspot it to your phone and you can watch whatever you want anywhere. I think that's pretty cool. I personally like the idea. I think it would make far more sense to be some sort of add-on based functionality to enhance the monitors so that you could also remove the device if it dies, needs updated or replaced or whatever. Um, I don't like it being built in. I mean, it's just like, you know, building all of the functionality into your TV or whatever, it doesn't really do you any good because it's usually the worst version of that functionality. Um, so I, 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 I think conceptually it's getting there, but it's still not good. Okay, I could, I could foresee this actually working really well for Chrysler. I figured out the, the angle here because Amazon loves to sell their Amazon Fire TV devices really cheap on Prime Day. <laughs> so you're going to see an 899, not 8,999, not like $20,000. You're going to see an 899 Chrysler <laughs> sale on Prime Day with built-in Alexa. <laughs> I was going to I was going to go a different direction and say Mike, I kind of I would think that you would be on board with the whole Chrysler thing, because if you look at the logo on the hood and or on the grill and the the rear could easily be swapped for those Aston Martin wings. <laughs> yeah, and you wouldn't confuse anybody that's an Aston Martin. Sorry, no, uh, that's most not people possible. Would, you'd be surprised. <laughs> Most people don't know what an Aston Martin like. Has Aston Martin like gone down in its reputation well, I mean, recently? Por Porsche makes minivans. <laughs> Why wouldn't Aston Martin? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, it, in fact, Aston Martin is coming out with a new um, crossover. Uh, it's and it's pretty freaking sweet. I actually built one out. Uh, to see how much it would cost me. And I got to say at $230,000, I was, was ready to click buy. Humble brag. No. <laughs> total <lie. laughs> Just a total lie. <laughs> That's okay. Oh, not only, not only can I not afford that, my wife would absolutely kill me even if I could. <laughs> See, that's why you have a book about Aston Martins and not an actual Aston Martin. That's that's correct. And thank you for that again. Uh, <laughs> very cool book. Need to get the updated version that's got the the new SUV in it. There you go. Um, Which is yeah. just a rebadged Chrysler. 
<laughs> all right we are now looking at a brand new projector coming out from uh the company benq benq makes some pretty uh, awesome projectors i gotta say if they as i've said in the past if i don't buy an epson the other one i really look at seriously would be a benq uh they've been making all kinds of different uh good value projectors or quirky ones and this one definitely falls on the quirky side <laughs> it's a benq projector that is designed it looks like a wheel of cheese on its side it's it reminds big... me of a bop it oh kind of a little bit it's got a little leather hook on it so you can carry it around with you and you put, it's got a little stand you can set the little wheel of cheese on and it's got a window that it'll send out the projection out of it on the, from its from the uh, from its side this uh is a uh, 720p projector it's a one of those uh led displays short so yeah it's like not, pocket projector kind of yeah, it's not really bright because it's only got 300 ANSI lumens on it's it pico but, right it's a Pico projector kind of thing, but still that's those LED backlit uh, things. They last forever. You don't have really have bulb to worry about in them. And, um, but it's able to give you a pretty decent size screen, 720p only. Uh, I wasn't able to find a price. Oh no, there's a pre-order price now for 600 uh, uh, euros. So uh, um, do the math there. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's got Android TV built into it too. So this is your, portable little take anywhere entertainment system not the world's arse idea i love this uh except the price yeah so like two and a half hour battery uh, i mean as as somebody who used to do like scout camps and go to like church activities and stuff as a kid these kinds of things would have been amazing back then so i see it as Oh, this is a great way to take uh, something to an activity, to a, a family night out, to go camping or whatever. This is a great device and it, it fills all the need. It has the audio and everything, but it's not very bright. So you have to have a really dark room and. Uh, or you just don't make it super big. Yeah. And they, they look pretty good if you're just shooting like. Small yeah under the wall if you do like a 30 inch or something like that i mean I, I think this would be great for like like taking to an activity with a bunch of kids and uh along with like a wii or something like that right and i think it'd be really good gaming screen and stuff but 600 euros is, is steep yeah That's my only yeah. issue uh, uh, I suspect though it won't sell as well. It's a quirky design, so those never sell well, almost never. And so I suspect that it'll end up being fairly bargain bin somewhere fairly soon. So if you do want one, just keep an eye out. It might show up for cheap. Be patient; it will come. Mm, patience, a thing most people I know have none of. Excellent. Hey, uh, if you have been patient and you've been wanting to be able to listen to that crisp clean lossless audio without any kind of a cord you've been very patient because that's not been possible it nobody can do that kind of uh thing. yeah it's sony sony list they put out their thing about it was it a year ago uh are you talking about the ldac technology yes. it's not quite lossless it's close yeah but it is not quite lossless you know because obviously you can tell the difference right mm -hmm. i mean and, I can... and you also had to buy their super expensive headphones right i can tell the difference absolutely so yeah. 
<laughs> but no, this uh, uh, Qualcomm is, uh, of course, has their chipsets and they have doing their various uh, 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 various codecs out there. And they are making a new version of their Aptex clo- uh, co- uh, codec called the Aptex Lossless. This is a newer one that's going to give you CD audio qu- sound. That means it's going to be uh, for, a 44.1 kilohertz and 24-bit 96 kilohertz streaming modes, uh, 16-bit or 24-bit, your choice there. And we'll be able to provide a completely lossless audio technology over a, a compatible phone with the with their Qualcomm uh, uh, codec and Qualcomm-supported headphones. Yeah. Lossless audio. It's finally coming. If you're well, looking for that, this is cool in the fact that it's a codec, mm-hmm. which can be loaded onto any device that supports that codec. And if you have a Qualcomm chipset that's fairly modern, it most likely already supports that codec, which means my S20 should be able to go lossless. Not necessarily. It depends on whether it has this version of the codec. It's going to be a new. No, version. no, that's what I'm saying. The, that's the thing: is the codecs are software. They it's can true. be loaded. Possible. That's why I was saying there's one. the potential. True. That I should be able to. I I believe this phone has this Qualcomm Snapdragon, and it's should be of the correct generation, but, um, but still, I don't have any headphones that can take advantage of the aptex codec. Yeah, I was going to say the the real trick is previously you had to buy a, an external DAC for your smartphone to be able to do this. Well, you still have to have super high-end headphones to be able to tell the difference between lossless and non-lossless quality on the headphones. Um, so probably still won't benefit most people, but I'm sure a lot of people will buy it because they want to look like they know what they're talking about and doing with their Beats headphones and um, you know fancy expensive audio tracks. Well, uh, I well the the various uh, AptX codecs that have been coming around. I mean, it seems like almost all of them are starting to support at least the older codecs that were coming out. Mm-hmm. And the newer ones that are coming out, like the, the for a while, there was the Aptex low uh, latency co- codec that I was interested in because that's what I'm interested in. Give me my crunchy audio, just make it low latency. That's what I care about. Um, so uh, hopefully this is a, a standard that's either open or inexpensive to license. So a lot of companies can just start using it. And I, I don't mind this being an option. That sounds great. I still won't be using it because I could care less about lossless audio. Give me my lossy audio, everybody. I don't care. It sounds fine. Yeah, I my my hearing loss is sufficient <laughs> enough that I can't tell the difference. And from my experience, uh, running sound and going to concerts and stuff, that yeah, most people they can't tell. Um, oh no, no, it's but I, but for those of you who do, here you go. Enjoy the audio experience. And I have my my S20 has a Qualcomm Snapdragon 865. Okay. Uh the SM8250. So yeah, it might be able um, to send that out. I'm I'm pretty sure. Now will Samsung allow that con or that to be 
Um, oh, they want to have you buy the newer model so you get that, yeah. you know, it's See, a ballpoint at, issue at Sam, that point. Sam, that was one of my, it's always been one of my complaints of Samsung is they want to be Apple. Well, yeah. Who doesn't want to be the the number one thought of brand out there for a device that sells millions and millions and millions in the world? Not that. They want to control the users. Oh. Like sheep. Yeah, well. So. Okay. What's well, next? Bose doesn't care if you're a sheep because Bose knows what you want. Those highs as long and as lows. you've got the money. If you've got the money, honey, they've got <laughs> your disease. <laughs> <laughs> yep bose has got any is selling their high-end smart audio soundbar 900 this is a soundbar that has built-in dolby apple support that's the one that does the full surround in the soundbar right that's yeah. a pretty impressive uh this and it's called the 900 because it's 900 dollars. i guess i don't know <laughs> That's appropriate name. <laughs> uh, no, uh, but it is their newer, newest end of this uh, technology. I didn't really read that much about it, but it's gonna, it's a sound bar, people. These guys, these things, I mean, I, I know they're impressive. I know they can do amazing things, but I've just seen so many of these since we've been doing this. I need to hear what's going on in these things. And Bose, what? Bose is fine. <laughs> so here's the thing. I... I, I... I'm not a Bose fan. They do make good quality audio uh, equipment, good speakers, whatever. Um, I don't, I prefer other brands to Bose, but that's just my audio, audio preferences, right? These are, I'm sure going to be really good. When I was comparing, I, I, I bought a new TV and um, speaker uh, soundbar. Oh my gosh. We're talking about it and I still can't even remember what it's called. Words are uh, hard. Yeah. Bought a new soundbar recently. And um, I looked at the Bose and the Sonos and uh, a couple of others. It, I was kind of torn. The Bose sounded really good. So I expect this would be a really good sounding soundbar. The, um, the Sonos was my preference versus the Bose that was available, but Bose didn't have anything at this level. However, I listened to several other options and ended up going with the $150 Vizio soundbar. And while it didn't sound anywhere near as good side by side, when I got it home and hooked it up to the TV, I couldn't tell that it wasn't great. So I'm perfectly happy with the $150 one. So, uh, kind of going back to all of our other conversations, uh, it's pretty hard to tell when you're not doing a direct side-by-side -side comparison on these things. Yeah, the this was designed to complement your Kia K900. <laughs> I have to look up what that is. It's a car that I would drive, except it has four doors, which makes it undrivable. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I... I Bose is one of those companies that you either love it or the what, uh, the way it sounds, you either love it or you hate it. Because it's too expensive? No, I mean, in regards to the sound, people either oh. love it or they hate it. But <laughs> you have to, there's a, there's a small subsection where of the people that actually love it and are willing to pay the price. Gotcha. 
And that's their um, companies. That's what that's their that's their clientele. Gotcha. Yeah. And I mean, most of the time they sound good, but they don't sound nine hundred dollars good. <laughs> right. I would argue. Um I, I'm interested in I, I I'd be interested to listen to it. But the, these virtual surround uh, bars, uh, if I I'd be interested if you, to hear a demo because I've never heard a demo of the virtual surround out of a two bar system. Two so system. we've done we've seen demos of these at CES um, of the virtual surround sound. Yes, and I've and I've seen some good ones at some stores. Um, but the issue is this: like it is because it is simulating surround utilizing reflections off of walls and things like that um it really has a very small sweet spot mm -hmm. so the place where you can sit and hear really good surround is fairly limited and that means that if you're like in a normal living room environment where not everybody is sitting directly in front of the screen then there are people that it's just going to sound really weird and off to them. And so I, I like virtual surround sound or literal surround sound really only when you're, um, I mean, it, it, virtual it, even more than, than real when you're in a theater set. The, the one that we uh, sat through from creative sounded awesome. Mm -hmm. And from anywhere in the room, it sounded great, <laughs> but that's because their demonstration room was built specifically for that purpose. Hmm. So and it was like if, a 10 by 10 square yeah. room with no I was going to say if if your if your viewing room is shaped like a shipping container <laughs> it might be pretty good. One. Um if it's open if you've got an open floor plan or it's like weird like mine uh probably not going to be great. Uh, yeah. but your mileage may vary. It depends. Yeah, some of them, I don't know about this one specifically, but some of them do have like, uh, and I think this one does, I think that's what the adaptic feature means that it like, it actually has microphones built into the sound bar. And so it plays the sound and listens to the way it reflects off the walls and it'll customize it to the room. So it, it, it it will work in a in a fair variety of rooms but again you get a very small sweet spot you gotta yeah, that that's gotta it. be sitting in that right spot yeah see these would be great in my bedroom mm -hmm. where i'm always in the same position when i'm viewing or the same location when i'm viewing but the thing yeah. is i don't want atmos in my bedroom <laughs> in the place where i turn on the tv to fall asleep what's the point <laughs> <laughs> ah! yeah yeah yep uh, that's all right that's ah, all right I, yeah i don't need a sound bar i don't need any of that it's we're too loud anyways we're in our house and we're all talking over each other and so hard to do anything you know do you know how hard it is to do anything when you have everybody in the room talking at the same time you get a lot of noise going on no dolby atmos will fix that that's all i gotta say but you know what might be nice is if you were able to uh, try to talk to your smart assistant and it would be able to recognize how loud it is in the room and then adjust its volume accordingly. Basically, you ever been in a car with that auto volume setting? I hate it. It's kind of <laughs> like that, but uh, it's, so the this is uh, the Amazon's uh, Alexa and she will now detect the background noise on your... Uh, 
<laughs> just doesn't know what you want hey al x stop it <laughs> uh no um she uh so she will listen to the background and she will be, be able to adjust her volume accordingly based on the, the volume right now it's called the adaptive volume feature you have to ask to turn it on uh, so you just simply ask it to turn on adaptive volume and it will start doing this and i do like that Amazon is able to do these things. I wish all the other ones would do first and basically bring out these features. Whisper mode is a great idea. You getting up and you say it quietly and it responds at an appropriate level. I think that's really cool. Um, you, you don't want your assistant screaming at you no, at three o'clock in the morning when you triggered thing. it by accident. I, I like the whisper feature and I love this. So yeah. now when you're like, yelling at each other about who's right about the speed no, right. ask alexa no, right. which one is right then she'll yell at yell it out too and you'll all be yelling <laughs> nice it's it, it's it's a great feature i, I like it i want i wish that they they need to add the ability to match tone as well so it can be loud and friendly or you loud and sarcastic angry, or loud and superior. <laughs> isn't that what Alexa, isn't that default for Alexa? I'm just curious. <laughs> I think you're thinking of Siri. Oh, when, when, when my, when my kids were younger, um, the subject of this was when Google assistant and Siri people were kind of battling back and forth, which is better. Remember my kids going, yeah, Siri's mean. <laughs> like, yes, Siri is very mean. Kevin in the chat has uh, got a tinfoil um, uh, hat thought about this. It's allowing those guys at Amazon to have be more, do more listening, more active listening to oh, what's absolutely. going on here. So, oh, yeah, right. no, no doubt about that. That's okay. If you have one in your house, you've already decided that it's it's too late for you. The, no, the reality is that they've always been able to tell like when you're yelling and when you're chatting and that they are just now adapting to in to add these into functionality that the users can use and not just them. Yeah, they're just, they're finding ways to get you to engage during it, those times more that way that yes. So to his point, they can collect more even more data. The, the next thing that Amazon will be adding is divorce lawyers on Amazon, and they'll just start recommending it when they hear enough yelling and, and arguing. I, I'm sure uh, Google already does that. <laughs> you'll, you'll start getting in, in your feed on uh, your assistant feed on your phone. Um, if it, uh -huh. if it detects enough yelling and <laughs> certain keywords. Then, yeah. Yeah. It's like, like automatically ship you an extra blanket when you when it here it can tell you're going to be on the couch that night. <laughs> no, no, just show up in the you know I just it's movie night so popcorn shows up. It book it, book, <laughs> it books you a new a, a room with hotels.com. <laughs> yeah, it's you know you it, you put a date night on your calendar and you know the booze shows up automatically. I don't know what's going on here. It's so weird. <laughs> Amazon, all of these ideas. They're free. You can use them. Um, Please don't credit me. I don't want. People <laughs> <coming back. laughs> 
This feature is brought to you by the I, I, I am squad. not above <laughs> receiving royalties, but I do not want public credit. <laughs> brought to you by Poodle Puncher and the VOD Squad. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> All right, we have one more story for the week. This story is about the NVIDIA Broadcast app. NVIDIA Broadcast is a special app specially designed to do your capturing of your video and your audio uh, through it. You can uh, you know, get it to work with the as an OBS virtual camera, so you can use it with OBS if you need to. So it's not like a trebuchet that throws women. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> like are they getting wow medieval? sir it took us some it took me a minute I wow like, sir mm. and that then i had to excellent. like decide if i was gonna let myself laugh <laughs> and that took another few seconds okay sorry uh, movie party uh crept into the show for me <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's the new version. Of, so this app allows uh, you to uh, do some of these cool AI features that uh, if you have an RTX video card, take advantage of. It's like the uh, noise canceling feature, the ability to have that virtual background, the follow your you follow your body feature, um, be able to uh, denoise your video if you have a very noisy cam feed and things like that. These features that are, are actually pretty darn cool. I love them. I think that they're really cool. I wish I had an RTX video card so I could have that. But uh, I'm not, I'm, I ain't rolling that way. Uh, uh, and, and so I have, uh, they have a new version of this coming out, the version 1.3. And this is going to be supporting some of the more advanced cameras that, you know, the people have been taking their, uh, uh, their, uh, their Canons and their Sony cam cameras and, and using them as webcams. Uh, generally, what happens there is you have to use their special app in order to uh, get access to the, the camera for this feed. And the new version is getting support for both the Canon, the Canon EOS webcam utility and the Nikon's uh, webcam utility and Sony's webcam utility. So all three of those are going to be supported under uh, the NVIDIA broadcast app. So you will be able to have your awesome broadcasts in a glorious, glorious AI enhanced vision and audio when do we upgrade well you know uh, when you buy us all new cameras i was gonna say how much is a, a one of these cameras and yeah if you want to get me a cheap. sony uh 7a uh i'll definitely use it I, I, so when when we were starting to trying to we we're trying to find uh cameras um because you know we had to go all of a suddenly remote and my 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 photography teacher said, "Oh, I have all these cameras. Are they good?" And I looked it up, and yes, they can work. No problem. Great. But they came with like these super low resolutions because they were old cameras. They I mean they maxed out at like less than 720p. It was like, just use the built-in camera. It's going to be better. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> sorry, man. Oh well. Now that some of those nice ones, they do look amazing when you can get one of those. So. Um, yeah it's pretty cool gotta say but yeah if you got one of those cameras you want to and you want to hook it up to the broadcast app and you have to an rtx uh, video card so you can use some of these new advanced uh, features good for you you're going to be the best looking guy on the internet perhaps maybe maybe not all right yeah a73 I'll, I'll take one of those please that is the week's news and that brings us to the point in the show where we like to say thank you thank you to all of you beautiful people that support us every month via patreon 
Nice. Patreon, it's the place where you get to take your cold, hard cash and set it on fire. No, by... no, wait, wait, no, no, don't do that. I was going to say you set, set it on fire by supporting other people that aren't us. Oh, oh, okay, that's fine. But if you'd rather make an investment, may not be the best investment, but it's still an investment nonetheless. I mean, those, those other people, they got enough patrons. They're not going to notice a couple dollars here and there that uh, go wayward. But for us, it does mean a lot. make a huge difference. But uh, uh, to those of you that are already supporting us, you are awesome. We appreciate it. And definitely, if you are not currently a subscriber and you think that you get some modicum of... Uh, value out of this show hey why don't why not head over to patreon.com slash the bod squad throw us a buck that's literally the 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 smallest amount we're allowed to accept yeah we'll take more we, oh yeah, absolutely but and we'd we'd ask for less but we can't and just a reminder for those of you that uh that absolutely can't stand that we're doing this every week <laughs> for the right price <laughs> we will stop is that still out there as one of the levels Absolutely. oh okay. i mean it's not officially a level but i will make it a level if if someone wants it. i will pay you to stop okay yeah that's yeah. fine I, th- I think we settled at it was at a 15 or was 15. it a thousand or 1500 it, it was more than a thousand fifteen hundred dollars i think it, was. it would say 1500 a month yep. we just we won't do the show at all that's right you could pay to make a stop yeah e- either way <laughs> Um, Fine with us. but uh, yeah, <laughs> patreon.com slash the VOD squad. Thank you, everybody. Let's get on to some rants and some raves. <gasps> All right, rants, raves. What is going on? What do we got now? I would have a uh, said earlier in the show that I had a weekend where I did almost nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, that was not necessarily true. We watched some TV, which, oh. believe it or if you've been listening to the show, you know that I really haven't had much time to watch TV. So it was like, it felt good to sit down and like, let's watch a show. And so we watched some movies. We, uh, as we, as I was said about a week ago, we started watching Jurassic Park. Well, we finished Jurassic Park and then we watched and watched Jurassic Park 2. And then we watched Jurassic Park 3. I had never seen two or three. They're not bad. They're perfectly fine. Two's the weakest of the three, I think. But yeah, it's not bad. It was fun. It was a good watch. I've really enjoyed them. I've got to say. We are looking to see if we can watch uh, the uh, the two newer Jurassic World movies, uh, but they are only streaming on FX with with ads, and that yeah, it left us with a sour taste in our mouth of like, hmm, maybe we'll see if we can watch it some other time. But then my wife said, oh, I want to watch this movie, and uh, she brought up Amazon has a, a new version of Cinderella. Oh. Yeah. So I have to say, when I was first starting to watch it, I was like, I don't know if I like this until I was introduced to the two evil stepsisters. At which point, one immediately said something, you know, they immediately took every time they had a moment, they stepped themselves kind of out of frame for a second and they commented themselves at like and, and, and just started doing zany things. At which point, it's like, oh, okay. I see. They're they're trying to be funny here, and they basically uh, halfway through the show, they basically point out, "We know this is being really ridiculous. Stop trying to make sense of it. It's supposed to be zany and fun." 
once you embrace that it's great fun it's actually was a i got a, a lot of laughs out of it uh there were plenty of things where there and uh, where they what they did was basically um intentionally ridiculous and i loved those parts of it i have to say it was it, it was actually halfway decent good dancing too yeah i not enough movies anymore with a good dance dance sequences with the whole crowd doing as you know a piece and that one had it okay. would i call it a great great movie no no not even close was it fun yes so watch it for the ridiculousness and and you you might have you might have a good time which i did uh and then um as I also mentioned last week, we uh, did decide to sit down and watch only murders, only murders in the building. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched last uh, episode four last night oh. because we enjoyed one, two, and three so much. <laughs> I thought there was only two episodes out. There are That's four episodes out oh, every okay. Tuesday, and so uh, last last night, the fourth I didn't episode watch dropped. The one last night, okay. Uh, one was good three was better three one was good two was better three was the best four was not as good as three but still great (laughs) i am totally enjoying this show and i recommend it to anybody who yeah it's interesting this show a hulu show prominently says this movie contains mature uh, uh, mature (laughs) is intended for mature audiences viewer discretion is advised before it barely i i would say barely it's actually not that bad it's got some language and it but not that i mean but it makes perfect sense when you hear the language and it's got uh, a uh, it's got like 80s level of gore <laughs> you know i mean it's gore obviously but it's actually not that bad it's the it's a great show i'm totally enjoying it I cannot believe how we're, this is our new our new show. We'll, we're really we'll just say I am withholding my thoughts on the show, mainly because I don't want to invoke the rule of Clyde. Oh, please, sir. <laughs> I, I would appreciate if you waited at least until the end of the show is done. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, uh, so so I, I refuse to. I, I, I've watched uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short. Absolutely. I'm watching. Yeah. I saw it advertised yesterday and I was like, oh, I got to watch that. I can at least give it a shot because they're two of the greatest in my opinion. And I mean, they've been working together for a long time. They, they were doing a, a bunch of like uh, two person comedy things. For yep. They've years. been doing that. Uh, of course, uh, Father of the Bride, Father of the Bride part two, mm-hmm. both excellent movies that they were in together. Ah. Those guys are great. Absolutely. And they're great in this movie and the show too. I can't recommend it highly enough. It's been wonderful to watch and it's got good twists to it too. So it's an actually good. And also I love that it's a podcast show. It's that they're making a podcast. And so they're doing all this stuff. That's like, Oh, okay. It's like, okay. And they're making fun of it the whole time. It's so good. Everything is not okay in Oklahoma. And I will let me I will let me recommend real quick if for those that are a fan of Steve Martin, there's a movie that you may not have watched because it didn't sound very interesting. It's called The Big Year. It's a movie about bird watching, competitive bird watching. It's got Jack Black and Owen Wilson. And the entire soundtrack was written by Steve Martin. Nice. 
because he went on the road for a few for a year or so with the steep canyon rangers but uh they backed yeah they backed him up uh for the soundtrack it's a great movie it's really funny um and the and the music the soundtrack's uh unbelievable uh but I highly recommend it. It's a movie I never would have watched it if it hadn't been, you know, uh, Steve Martin. But <laughs> that's not my rave or my rant. I just figured I'd add that in there. The Big Year from 2011. Check that one out. Yeah. Okay. A movie about competitive bird watching. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, for me, it was, um, it, it, it's Martin Short more and Pure Luck, if you remember that movie. Mm with uh, Danny Glover. That was mm -hmm. one of my favorites. The yeah. era still still holds up too. Still very funny. Right. I'm okay. That, I, that, so I'm going to probably look at the the big year. Looks good. I'm looking at that one. Looks great. It's a great movie. Cool. All right. Uh -oh. um, for me, I have not had a ton of time to uh, watch a lot of shows. Uh, it was really super busy at work until uh, the end of last week and um have been mostly watching critical role trying to get caught up because i got behind during that crazy month and you know when it's a weekly show that's four plus hours long it's you miss a week it's hard to get caught back up um so i'm working on that but i i've been watching a lot of veritasium which is one of my favorite youtube shows or uh podcasts it's um it's all about mostly science and space engineering and math and things like that uh very very much enjoying that lately so um if you like space and science and math and things like that check out veritasium it's a great uh youtube channel cool yeah i i've actually rather enjoyed a few of it, the, their videos and i don't even like math <laughs> <laughs> I hate math with a passion yeah. and I still manage to enjoy a few of their videos. Yeah. Um, he, he makes it entertaining and he takes it to a level where even when with more complex topics and, you know, most people can, can understand it. Um, there's some of them that get pretty out there and, you know, you have to really pay attention to keep up with them, but most of them are pretty, pretty, pretty well simplified while still giving you, all of the information. So he's really, really good at giving, uh, at, at sharing science and math uh, knowledge. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, on Saturday, as I was recovering from my attack, that uh, <laughs> as I was literally tending to my wounds, I decided I'm not moving for a couple hours. I may as watch, well watch a movie, which I don't typically do. So I've got two different things. The first, we'll start out with the new movie on Netflix called Gunpowder Milkshake. It's a action movie. It's, I don't know how to really describe it other than it's got a lot of people I like. Right. Uh, Karen Gillian's in it, who is my companion. You know, if people have their doctor. Mm. Karen Gillian was is probably my companion, but it's also got my Sarah Connor. Oh. Lena Hetty. 
She okay. was Sarah Connor in the TV show. My favorite Sarah Connor. Most people know her as that terrible person on Game of Thrones, but whatever. She will always be my Sarah Connor. Um, you also got Carla Gagino and Paul Giamatti and Angela Bassett. There's all these people. I think this movie was originally meant to go to the theater. It it's it it was fun. I wouldn't say it's a great movie, and I think it probably was saved a uh, a the disgrace of a bad opening in the theater in a normal movie going year mm-hmm. by being a Netflix movie. But it's fun. It it's got a cool kind of look to it, uh, the way they shot it, um, and action uh, hyper action movie yeah, look. It, it's it it's a thing they've been doing, and a lot everything's of. really dark and kind of wet. Um, that kind of remember like, oh, who was that that uh, he did all those movies in the eighties and everything was always wet, <laughs> like 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 they'd be like in alleyways or in the streets of New York and everything's always wet because of the way the light reflects um but uh yeah uh i would recommend checking it out it's on netflix it's not going to cost you anything and if you're if you don't enjoy it right away then you can always turn it off that's true the thing that you should stay away from i sat through three seasons so that you don't have to is the show startup (laughs) yeah it was a crackle original originally um and it was one of those things that it kind of it came up you know when uh when silicon valley took off there was a whole bunch of other shows that kind of started in its vein they were all comedies like betas and there was that one about the video game startup in england that was really funny Um, but it didn't get past the first season startup was kind of a similar, you know, tech startup company. Um, but it's more gritty. It had more of a look of like halt and catch fire. Um, which was that show was okay. Most of the time, sometimes really bad. Yeah. Startup had a bunch of people in it. Um, (laughs) <laughs> like Adam, it's got Adam Brody and uh Martin Freeman, Ron Perlman. You know, it's got all it's got a whole bunch of people uh that which is why I started watching it. The writing is garbage. <laughs> the show had so much potential. It could have been the Tech Sopranos. But it was absolutely, the writing is garbage. The characters and their motivations are just ridiculous. And it's like half the time, it's like, what are you doing? No rational person, even an idiot, wouldn't make those decisions. Um, yeah, I, I understood why it ended up on Crackle. Um, and it didn't get end up on someplace uh oh actually Mira Sir I didn't even recognize it Mira Servino was uh, one of the characters she was in 10 episodes in 2018 I did not even recognize her oh wow um 
So yeah, uh, don't watch it. it. It's on Netflix. That's how I started watching it. And because I started watching it when it was on Crackle originally, but then I forgot about it and I went back and. Well, the show, the, the section is called Rants or Raves. You have every right to tell us what not to watch. Exactly. This is my rant. Uh, the other one was kind of middle of the road. Not really a rave. It was a rave. The other one was a rave, kind of in the fact that it's got all the people. It's got a whole bunch of people I like. And it you looked like. cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is. Oh, you yeah, know, sometimes that's all you need because it needs to look cool and it needs to have people you enjoy watching. Sometimes the thing matter. that the thing that Gunpowder Milkshake definitely needed that would have made it an absolutely amazing movie. Mm. Is Nicholas Cage? <laughs> it did. He could have just been like a cameo sitting on a bench, and that's that's all the movie needed. Just looks, he sees all this just action going on. He's drinking from me, like, <laughs> and then he goes. He, back he to walks drink out a door and goes, "Never mind." <laughs> you know, something stupid. That's all it needed was, and that movie would have been probably amazing. Nice. Um, all right. Well, this has been amazing. Has it now? And I don't know if we can maintain it much longer. So we're going to go ahead and shut it down. (sighs) Say thank you to everybody for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, if you weren't aware, we are here every Wednesday, 9 p.m. Central on YouTube. And the podcast is available sometime after the fact uh friday saturday sunday monday i don't know it comes out eventually but if you are a patron you will get it immediately so if you would prefer to listen to this uh in an audio format patreon.com slash the bot squad will get it for you will have it for your commute tomorrow morning nice that is a guarantee i can't guarantee anything else (laughs) that's the one thing i can guarantee there are a few guarantees in the world because absolutely. Um, but yeah, uh, otherwise podcast is available anywhere. The podcasts are available. And on that note, thank you, everybody. We will get out of here, head on over to the post show. And I say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Later. Diamond club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>